time to get ready for Rams week. It's locked on Cardinals, the team adding some cornerback depth. And also, what's the unsung hero for the Arizona Cardinals? We're getting into that right on this episode. Locked on Cardinals, part of your Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rise up, Red Sea. It's officially Rams week. We turn the page from week three to week four, and the Arizona Cardinals take on the Los Angeles Rams in the first showdown of the NFC West against their rivals, trying to take off that monkey that is Sean McVay off their back it's got to happen if the Arizona Cardinals want to go the direction that they want to go that's contend for a playoff spot that's contend for an NFC West division title and it's going to go through Los Angeles on the road at SoFi Stadium Bo Brock hanging out with you Alex Clancy we're going to get in some power rankings we're going to get into the Arizona Cardinals signing a cornerback off the street is he going to help against this Rams passing attack and we're going to answer the question the cliffhanger that we had on yesterday's episode Rams offense versus Cardinals offense. Which one would you rather ride with? Um, the team, uh, you're going to hear from Kyler Murray later today. Also, you're going to hear from Cliff Kingsbury. It's Wednesday. They both talk. You'll have uh, takeaways. We'll have that on tomorrow's episode. But, uh, man, it is officially t- time to see the true test of the Los Angeles Rams, Alex. Yeah, and I, you know, we're doing everybody that watches and follows. Thank you to everybody. Uh, a disservice by not using Cliff a little bit more. You know, like with Cliff Kingsbury using the double entendre, or whatever it is, to have some sort of pun relationship here with Cliff Kingsbury yeah. and the amount of times we use Cliff. Yeah, dude, I'm stoked for this game. I mean, this is what you want to play the best. You want to find out. And for better or worse, we're going to find out on Sunday at 105 on the road, SoFi Stadium, jam packed LA crowd, what this Arizona Cardinals team are, is made of. Like it's, and we're going to talk about a lot of stuff throughout between now and and when the when the uh, Friday ends. But like, there are so many storylines here that could have real resonating effects for the rest of the season for both of these squads. Right, like whoever wins goes to four and zero and has a pseudo stranglehold, has a leg up on that playoff spot. That's def- there's that you're you're definitely going to get one coming out of the NFC West. And if you start four and zero in this division, sweet mother, yeah, that's a hell of a start. I think you'd be hard pressed to find any four and zero team that that missed out on the playoffs. You'd have to find, you know, look through the record books, and you know, shame on us for not looking that up. But I, I think you, like I said, you, you'd have a tough time finding a team that comes out of the gates that hot and doesn't win, uh, win itself a playoff spot. Didn't the Cardinals do that? I think they may have with Kevin Cobb. They might have gone four and zero and then dropped seriously like eleven or twelve straight. I'm almost positive that happened <laughs> during the Ken Wizard era, but uh, very rarely does it happen, because, especially when you get wins against a team like the Los Angeles Rams. The Arizona Cardinals first in points per game in the NFL, and then you have the Rams just behind them at third at 31.7. Um, and then uh, it points against, you see the Rams in the top 10 against that, the Arizona Cardinals 11th. So these are two pretty balanced teams. These are teams that are doing it on both sides of the ball, now, the Arizona Cardinals' defense has looked good in two of the three games, uh, not so much in the Vikings game. And I think that the Rams' defense probably would have liked to perform a little bit better against Carson Wentz and the Indianapolis Colts in Week 2. So, you know, two 
out of three solid performances, the Rams absolutely just rolled the defending champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, uh, you know, before we get into the power rankings, before we get into the signing of Quentin Dunbar and another intriguing potential free agent for the Arizona Cardinals, you know, you had the old Cliff with a K cliffhanger yesterday. Rams offense versus Arizona Cardinals offense. And, you know, the before the season answer uh, is a little tougher for me now after seeing the Arizona Cardinals through three weeks of the season. But that with the caveat that they haven't played exactly, you know, the uh, <laughs> like a stifling defense. Yeah, I mean, and and I prefaced it before the cliffhanger yesterday that we're removing everything. This is no referees, no coaches, no nothing. This is eleven on eleven, field of dream style. Like, who's which offense do you trust more? I mean, you got to think the pound for pound Kyler Murray is the best player on the field the majority of the time that he's on the field. Uh, unfortunately for this, a little wrinkle is that Matthew Stafford is the kryptonite of the Arizona Cardinals. Like over the last couple of years, even though they tied in 2019 in week one, Matthew Stafford was ripping that defense apart. Obviously much better, much better defense. Now, obviously a much better team. Now 2019 Kyler Murray may have been the best offensive player that the lions had with the three picks that he threw a couple times deep into the Cardinals zone that set up easy scores. Um, I'm still going to, I'm still going to take the Cardinals. I mean, especially with Daryl Henderson hobbled, we don't know what Sony Michelle is going to be. Uh, I still think the two best players on the field are Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, and they're both wearing Cardinals uniform. Now, depth-wise, who you trust-wise, Robert Woods and Cooper Cup are both wide receiver ones. They are. I mean, Cooper Cup is obviously the, the apple of Matthew Stafford's eye so far, but Robert Woods is a beast. Robert Woods will eat this defense up, and he has in the past. So you can't sleep on him. Uh, Deshaun Jackson is good for 50-yard touchdown catch once every four games, which has to be respected. But I'm still taking the Cardinals here, right? Yeah, I, I mean, think by the, hair. I think the Arizona Cardinals, and this is one thing that uh, I think the, the Rams are going to lose out to to a lot of teams is just beyond the the, the stars. Like their depth, is, it's they're not as deep as everybody. Sure, their stars are legitimate, bona fide studs, right? Aaron Donald, probably the best pound-for-pound player in the whole, entire league. You've got Jalen Ramsey, who's playing at an absolute, just a top tier level as far as cornerbacks go. And then Matthew Stafford, since making the switch, and Cooper Cup, as he mentioned, probably the best wide receiver right now. But, uh, you know, I think that the Arizona Cardinals, as far as their depth, when you go wide receiver core versus wide receiver core, sure, it's top heavy on the Rams. And the Arizona Cardinals certainly have that with DeAndre Hopkins. But then I love what the Arizona Cardinals have been able to do so far through three games in utilizing AJ Green utilizing Rondale Moore and also Christian Kirk, who's the best slot receiver in the game right now, statistically. So I, I think the Arizona Cardinals might be a little bit deeper. Um, Higby, of course, you give the edge a tight end. I think he's playing, he's, he's, he's a lot bigger playmaker than obviously Max Williams. And then the offensive line, you know, before the season, people are going to jump and say, hey, it's the Los Angeles Rams. But keep in consideration that Kyler Murray's been sacked just five times through three games. And he's been hit just seven times. He's getting he's he's been relatively clean through three games. Yeah, and I mean the thing is, and obviously, listen, it has to be said. Okay, it's not a wet blanket thing. The pass rushes haven't been fantastic that the Cardinals have faced. This is going to be a litmus test for this offensive line for Kyler Murray's elusivity behind the line of scrimmage and the ability to extend plays when you have probably the best non-football non-quarterback in the NFL year after year, wearing ninety-nine for the opposing team. The Cardinals are playing on Sunday. 
Uh, having said that, what we're looking at with Kyler now is he's found the perfect mix of throwing the ball away, being able to run to evade to evade defenders, and also you know, and not take unnecessary sacks. Year one, it was taking sacks because he didn't want to throw interceptions. Year two, it was throwing the ball away, throwing interceptions to evade sacks. And he's kind of found the middle ground now, which is great. So the numbers are actually more true to what we're watching than being outliers for him. You know, taking well, he hasn't thrown a lot of interceptions. But yeah, he got sacked five times because he wouldn't get rid of the damn ball. We're kind of finding the middle ground now, which is great. Let's just see, as you mentioned, what this pass rush of the of the Los Angeles Rams can do, and if the Cardinals' offensive line that's looked incredible so far, especially Rodney Hudson, um, if, if they'll be able to stand up, this is again a true one to fifty three test for the Arizona Cardinals on the field on Sunday, and it's going to be great, great to see exactly where the Cardinals are up against one of the best in the NFL. It's going to be great for the NFL. Obviously, on the marquee for Week Four is going to be Patriots, Tom Brady, and the yeah. Bucks. Right? That that's going to be the popcorn game, uh, but this one. I mean, you 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 can't find two quarterbacks playing at a higher level right now than both these guys, Kyler Murray and Matthew Stafford. And then the wide receiver core, I mean, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Van Jefferson, Deshaun Watson, and then you've got <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green, Christian Kirk, Rondell Moore. I mean, that right there, that's the price of admission. That's the reason that the rest of you know non-Cardinals fans and non-Rams fans should be tuning into this game. And then the big difference maker is going to be which defense can make a stop in this contest? So we we argued the offenses. Uh, you gave yours. You said pretty definitively. You feel like you take out the referees, take out maybe – did you remove your, your boy Cliff Kingsbury from this equi- equation? You're just going talent on offense? Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about until Tuesday. <laughs> until Tuesday, okay. Yeah. Uh, so you're removing the play callers. You just think that as far as talent on offense, the Arizona Cardinals have the edge. Where I think yeah. it is is very it is very equal here, um, and I will give the edge because I think that Kyler Murray's ability to make plays with his legs gives them the edge there. Um, and then just as far as depth on the wide receiver core, I think they've just got a little bit more at the back end, more so than the Rams. The defense. Let's get into that conversation here on Lockdown Cardinals, part of your Lockdown Podcast Network. Also have power rankings and the Arizona Cardinals signing a cornerback. Is he going to help add some depth to that group for the first time this season? And uh, could we see him as early as Sunday? We'll get into that conversation, Alex. Yeah, uh, it's interesting. We talked about this line at betonline.ag. It's five now. So it's so interesting what we're going to see. It's Tuesday. It's Wednesday. So we're, there's, you know, 96 hours before kickoff or right around there. So this may jump. It's, it's, it's wild seeing the line shift towards in the Cardinals' favor, meaning that it's crazy that, you know, uh, public money is looking at the Cardinals saying, you know what? They are better than a six-point dog on the road. Uh, regardless of what you think, you can go to betonline.ag. It's your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. They've got a new updated site and interface. they got more odds, props, and contests. they got everything. Betonline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. So what are you doing? Go to the website right now. or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus with promo code NFL 100 football WNBA playoffs going on boxing Vegas casino games whatever don't wait to take advantage of everything betonline.ag has to offer again go to the website or use your mobile device today to receive a 100% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code NFL 100 betonline your online sportsbook experts 
We also have an incredible app to tell you about. It's the Get Upside app. Anybody who buys gas needs to know about it. Get Upside. Our listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN and you can get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's 50 cents cash back on your first fill up with Get Upside. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. Just download the app for free. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. Get 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot, they're making upwards of $200, $300 a month in cash back. There's no catch. It's just as easy as getting the app, downloading Get Upside, adding it to your bank account. You can cash out anytime. No like fees, no nothing. PayPal or e-gift card. They'll give it to you. And that form, Amazon, other brands, just download the free GetUpside app. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. Get 50% per gallon cash back on your first tank. Touchdown for the new GetUpside Get app. Lockdown Cardinals, part of your Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, thank you so much for making Lockdown Cardinals the first thing you're tuning into each and every day. Watching the YouTube premiere each and every morning at 10. Downloading the podcast, Apple Podcasts, following along at Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. A big thank you to each and everybody who tunes in. Hits us up on Twitter. We're up over a 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. And uh, that is not something that we expected to hit at this point in the game. But yet we are here and we're forever grateful. And um, since we have a 1,000 subscribers and, and a bunch of listeners now, I hope everybody will ha- join me in giving a belated happy birthday oh. to the hot take king, Alex Clancy, at Clancy's Corner. Happy birthday, buddy. Thank you. Feels good. 38, feels weird. Um, <laughs> always uh, older, more mature than Bo. If you ever need any sort of advice, oh. I'll be the elder statesman. Um, just, you know, appreciate that hairline before it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate it. You're going to be 78 flipping years old yeah. and your hairline's going to go closer to your nose than the back of your head. It's crazy, but I yeah. appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yeah. Nope. Uh, huge piece of this podcast and all of its six. And uh, man, we're just, uh, we're, we're, we're happy that, that you, we get to, I, I'm grateful that we get to sit down and, and talk Cardinals each and every day and, and the, the conversations that go beyond that text threads and all that stuff. So Thank you, and happy birthday, man. I uh, hope you. you had a couple cold ones to celebrate. So the Arizona Cardinals signed Quentin Dunbar the other day. This is a guy that, uh, as far as his coverage skills, not good lately. He had a couple good seasons in, in D.C. with Washington, struggled mightily in Seattle, and then also you had uh, you had a cup of coffee with the Detroit Lions in the preseason. He didn't make it that far a Lions group that uh, is desperate for cover people and he couldn't make that squad. So the Arizona Cardinals adding depth, any thoughts on this signing? I, I don't expect big things from Quinn Dunbar. seems like a Jonathan Joseph signing that we had last year, even though it was later on, it seems like, uh, I mean, I'd almost rather they have brought back Drake or Patrick. At least he knows the defense, but Quinn Dunbar's younger. And for a minute, for a blip, he was a guy that you'd want on your roster. So anybody that has any sort of acumen in the cornerback room, whether it be to perform or to teach the young kids the NFL ways, it's it, at least Steve Kime is addressing it kind of. You know, it's like showing up two hours late to a party. At least they showed up. But, you know, I mean, I think any move to bolster the locker room, regardless of cover numbers, I trust Vance Joseph and his strength at, you know, the DB. The DBs has always been his strength. 
that he can make a little bit more than what we've seen out of Quinton Dunbar over the last year and a half or so. I yeah, do. I mean, it, you know, whatever. It can't hurt. It's not going to hurt. It, yeah, it probably won't hurt. I mean, it's unless he's out there and he and he's getting torched and he's thrown into some sort of uh, you know starting role for this team. But we've seen. I've been really pleasantly surprised, and somebody pointed this out. And, and is it true that the do the Arizona Cardinals do they not have a PI on the season through three? I games? don't know. I mean. Can you think of a, a, a defensive pass interference? No, I just remember all the offensive penalties that, that got us riled up, you know, yeah. false starts and 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 things like that. But um you had no. Pete who led the league last year in that in that penalty. And now I don't I, I could be wrong. I mean, obviously hit us up at Lockdown AZ Cards if we are, or hit us up in the chat here on the YouTube channel. But I mean, that's pretty that's pretty impressive this day and age. And I wouldn't be surprised to see that streak end potentially. As far as going up at this this Rams team that likes to stretch the field and, and make plays, and if they don't make plays, th- see some uh, yellow laundry out on the field in its place. So, but man, uh, you know, golf clap to Robert Alford and Byron Murphy Jr. and and uh, and Marco Wilson, who I was watching some film. He was laying some wood, man. He he is a cornerback does not <laughs> shy away from contact. I, you mm-hmm. got to like that after what we've watched the last couple seasons. So, um, it, it's just. Don't expect big things from Quentin Dunbar. He is a guy who had four picks just a season removed for Washington before they dealt him for a fifth round pick. He had all the off field stuff where he had a boneheaded move where him and a, I think it was Chris Baker from the Giants. They uh they got in some alleged armed robbery situation and the guy just he just never got back on track with Seattle and he was part of that historically bad defensive secondary. But uh, that's the Arizona Cardinals' latest signing according to Ian Rappaport. I'm sure it will go official today. Uh, real quick, because it is uh, week four and we were talking about the offense, the defensive side of the football for both these teams coming up, Rams, Cardinals, who do you give the edge to? Uh, I mean, Aaron Donald, you know, it's, it, and they are the, they're the poster child of top heavy. You know, you have like, it's like drafting in a fantasy football draft where you get two first round picks and then you don't pick again until the sixth round. You know, I mean, it really is. Like, obviously, losing Josh Johnson was a big deal. Um, Michael Brockers is fine, or Leonard Floyd is fine, but it's like, it's Aaron Donald. Are you, you have to double-team Aaron Donald, which allows everybody else to look like superheroes because you have to double, if not triple-team Aaron Donald to keep him from hitting your quarterback. And then Jalen Ramsey locked, truly does lock down whoever he defends for the majority of the time. And we've seen DeAndre Hopkins have some success talking about pass interference against the Rams at home last year. I remember the first time they looked at DeAndre Hopkins streaking down the sideline, pass interference on on Jalen Ramsey. You don't have to complete a pass with pass interference. Jalen Ramsey's a handsy dude. Like, it's there are ways around it, but if you look at the two best defenders at their position, they both play on the Rams. So it's hard to say that the Cardinals have a better defense, maybe a little deeper, but there's not one person on the Cardinals defense that you take over Aaron Donald or Jalen Ramsey. Is that right? Probably not. Just, Probably just not. as a player at their position, not yeah. depth-wise, not pass rush as an entity or Buda Baker or whatever, but Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald are the two best defenders of their position in the NFL, in my opinion, at least. Yeah, no, I think that that's fair. I think that that's fair. And, and the Arizona Cardinals, they're, they're going to go more flooded by numbers. 
And uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, we'll see. I mean, a big, big opportunity for Byron Murphy to show up and, and have a big game in this contest. Well, I was watching the, the Manning broadcast with uh, with Eli Manning, Peyton Manning, where Eli threw up the double bird on that, on that broadcast when talking to Chris Long. Just <laughs> just the knucklehead move. But before that, they were talking to Matthew Stafford. And Matthew Stafford was uh, um, he was talking about how, and, and this is kind of interesting because the Arizona Cardinals fit the mold of the defense that he said he likes to face. Uh, a, a defense that's going to blitz a lot, show you a lot of exotic looks, kind of be, uh, I guess, very aggressive, obviously. But you don't exactly know what you're going to get. But with that comes chances for busted coverage, like we saw against Minnesota. Matthew Stafford would rather see that than uh, maybe chance against like a traditional defense where you know what they're get, what you're going to get, where you kind of know where guys are going to be, um, you know, on the defensive line in the front seven, and you're gonna you're just going to have kind of stock coverage across the board. Where that's not what the Arizona Cardinals. So that's kind of interesting that he likes that and that he's going to be looking for that busted coverage all game long, and then that's where the Rams will try to capitalize with the third most points in the in the NFL through three games. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, and I think, I'm not sure if it's you that said this or somebody on one of our crossovers or something, but Cooper Cup's like the best route runner in the NFL. Yeah. Like him and Stephon Diggs and DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins doesn't have routes. He just goes to a place and gets the ball. Like it's, Cooper Cup is a video game. If you see him run routes, Keenan Allen is in there. Justin Jefferson's in there, but Cooper Cup, it's a beautiful thing to watch him run routes. And nobody's really on this team is going to burn you with their speed except for Deshaun Jackson. So, yeah, I mean, if they have, if Sean McVay has a specific play called for a defense that he sees, whether it be masked or not with, with uh, a blitz package or something like that, they're going to eat. Like it, it's really going to come down to play calling against you know Sean McVay's offense versus Vance Joseph's defense because Stafford's right I mean the Cardinals haven't been a lockdown defense they look great in Tennessee but with week one there's I mean there's only so much you can take away from it they've played one great game out of the last two weeks one half the second half against Minnesota and the first half against Jacksonville but we don't really know what this defense is so I don't think what Matt Stafford said is incorrect it's just interesting. It's going to come down to play calling. I think a lot of that has to do with Sean McVay calling the plays for him or, you know, being a part of that offense where he can know. have that confidence. Yeah, he's, he's got a play caller now. And McVay added the OC last season, and it seems to yeah. kind of be finding its stride uh, this season, especially with the, the change of quarterback from Stafford to, or from Goff to Stafford. Uh, all right, let's wrap things up here on Lockdown Cardinals, part of your Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. We've got our Locked on network power rankings we're going to get to. Uh, but I got to tell you about the, the number one ranked taste-wise, nutrition-wise, Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar. No doubt about it. They've got a limited time flavor that you have to try. It's cookie dough chunk. It's unbelievable. And if you don't want to try the cookie dough chunk, try one of their nine delicious flavors you can always rely upon. Coconut, coconut, almond, almond cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. And here's the thing. They're just as healthy as they are. Delicious. 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. Uh, Just an unreal, just delicious-tasting protein bar. Always uh, fits the bill. 
We had our guy reach out to us on social media recently, hit us up at Lockdown AZ Card, saying he just wants to move to the United States so he can access Built Bar because it is only sold stateside and in Canada. Um, so big apologies there. Maybe we'll figure a way to get you some Built Bar and you can shop our friends over at rockauto.com. But right now, you can go to built.com if you are stateside or in Canada. Use the promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. That's using the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. All right. So I love Built Bar. Like I'm yeah. serious. Like This is not something that we that we have to say. I mean, it is, but it's also something that we truly enjoy. That is something that's been around with us for almost since the beginning of the real expansion of the Locked On Podcast Network. Bill mm-hmm. Barr's been there since day one, and they're, I mean, just get them. And, and in Phoenix, remember, there, there's a distribution center coming to Phoenix soon. So you're going to be able to get Bill Barr a lot easier than a lot than most of the other states in the country. So just be on the lookout. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, you know, instead of, I'm just going to buy more built bars so I don't have to ration them as much and I don't have to hide them from my wife. I was buying like competitor protein bars for cheaper and like just putting them in our, in our pantry. And then she could eat those, uh, because I don't think she truly appreciates built bar for what it should be. So I'm just going to stop that. I'm just going to buy the built bars, use the promo code and we're going to be good to go. All right. Um, so the power rankings were out the Arizona Cardinals, um, staying steady at eight. They don't move up. They don't move down. 3-0 Three and zero on the season. They're just ahead of the Raiders at nine, and then the Browns are ahead of them at seven. You've got the Packers at six. They went up from eleven to sixth, and then you have the Chiefs who are one and two at fifth. Ravens pretty high risers in this game, which is kind of interesting. Um, they're two and one. They needed a sixty-six yarder off the crossbar to bounce in for them to beat the Detroit Lions. But hey, you guys do you, and you vote the Ravens. Uh, to jump up five spots to fourth, apparently. That's a top five team uh, with with Hollywood Brown dropping touchdown pass after touchdown pass. You got the Buffalo Bills at three and the Bucks at two and then the Los Angeles Rams, the Arizona Cardinals' next opponent at number one. Yeah, this is better. Can you put that back up real fast? So yeah. this is better than the Cardinals being at three. I love this. It's great. It's not even bulleted board material. It's just indifference, which is great. There's not added pressure. There's so much pressure in that locker room right now going into Sunday. Not that they have to win, but you, you have to say, like, they can't go in and lose 34-3. to You know, because it won't lose momentum, but it'll just show where they are in the true power rankings of the NFL. Now, really quick, and then you can pull it back. You got to give the Ravens, you got to give Lamar Jackson specifically credit for the last two weeks. He threw a beautiful ball on fourth and long to set up that 750-yard field goal from Justin Tucker. Okay? He threw a beautiful ball. He, and then you, you can pull it now, like, he, he went and I'm fourth he and beat is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it was a beautiful ball. It was a blown coverage, but it was a beautiful ball over the over the corner. Um what he did against Kansas City, that's enough for me to be a Lamar fan. It like what he did against Kansas City, bringing them back, winning and winning that game is just you see a different kind of warrior in him this year. He's still not a good passer of the football. Like, I don't know. We don't have to talk about come on. Like, let's let's be real here. Let let's call it what it is. He's a great NFL quarterback. Okay, but traditional, he is not. So, but I I mean, I think that everybody ahead of them, it's fine. Like, you can make a case for it. The Cardinals aren't being, you know, they're not 15. Can I can I just be can I poo-poo that for a second? Sure. I mean, 
they they should have been called for the Ravens should have been called for delay of the game before uh, the kick from Justin Tucker should have should have been at seventy one yarder instead of a sixty six yarder. Okay. And then the week before it was wasn't it Clyde Edwards Hilaire that coughed up the football as Kumbaruski that were they were driving at the end of the game. So the Ravens potentially could be zero three, and they just they literally snuck past the Detroit Lions. Who, if you look at this power rankings, and rightfully so. They're uh, they're 28th. I don't know how they're 28th. I don't know how they're ahead of the <laughs> Texans, but um, they're 28th. I they're a terrible football team, and, but yet <clears throat> I guess the Ravens. I don't know. Pe- people have a lot of respect for what John Harbaugh and, and Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are doing. I'm just you know we'll see. I mean they 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 choked that game away against the Raiders. They could very well be 0 3, but they're they're two and one. The Arizona Cardinals. I think eighth is good. And but if they win this weekend, boy, what's they're going to be three. How high? Yeah, I mean, if they beat the Rams, who to to improve to four and zero, I mean, they might have. They definitely better be better than the Ravens. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, you could make a case for them to be the top team if they're if they're knocking off the Rams, who knocked off the Bucks. You know, we're just playing that game. <laughs> now, let me ask you a question. So, yeah. what? I just need to see where San Francisco is. The four. Okay. The 49ers and and Seahawks play each other. I know we got to get out of here, and this is a Cardinals podcast, but this uh, I'll, I'll bring it home. I promise. Seattle's two and or one and two. San Francisco is two and one. Who do you want to win that game? Would you rather they both be two and two, and if the Cardinals lose, they're only one game out, or have San Francisco win? You know, San Francisco's like Russell Wilson is the best player of those six, however many is hundred and six players on game day. Russell Wilson's the best player. So would you rather them be one and three and have the, you know, inferior roster be three and one or split the difference? I think you'd rather see the the Seahawks get buried a little bit. Okay. I think I think it, the the way you you kind of knock it down. So now instead of having to get past three other teams, you only have two other teams that you have to stay ahead of as far as the division is concerned. If you can just toss dirt on old Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll early on. And make their their struggle, their battle, their uphill, you know, even further uphill, then do it. I think you'll take that, no doubt about it. And I don't, I don't think the Seahawks beat the Niners, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't. And who the hell knows? Like these things, inner division, it just gets weird. Um, yeah. But with and then the Cardinals have the 49ers at home in Week Five. Yeah. So them come. So say the Cardinals win. Okay, they're four and zero. San Francisco wins. They're three and one. Then the Cardinals face them. Like if the Cardinals win the next two weeks, we're having a completely different conversation. Not just because they start five and zero, yeah, but because they are three and zero on the road and two and zero in division. We're getting way too far ahead of us. But I'm just saying, like the possibilities, like this is stacked up with how the schedule is to be like, holy sh. Like the Cardinals would be five and zero, two and zero in division potentially. But we got a big game before that even yep. happens. It's the Los Got Angeles excited. Rams. Our guy Sosa Kermenjes tomorrow on Lockdown yes. from Lockdown Rams. One of the more dialed in hosts on this network. He's going to join us, and he's not going to pull any punches. It's going to be fun conversation between the three of us talking about this huge contest between a pair of three and zero teams, some high powered offenses, and some very talented defenses coming into play in SoFi Stadium in LA on Sunday. Can't wait to really break this thing down. Deep dive it with a crossover Thursday right here on Locked On Cardinals. Part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And betting on the NFL should never be a guessing game because out there is a 10-minute podcast that will lock you in, dial you in, 
to help you build your stack. It's the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling to get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. For Alex, I'm Bo. Follow along on Twitter at LockdownAZCards, at Clancy's Corner, at B-O-B-R-A-C-K. Wish Alex a belated happy birthday. And of course, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Locked On Cards. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. We'll talk to you Thursday.